Hey everyone, welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. My name is Farah, I'm your host, and I'm in my comfy cozies because today's episode is all about your nighttime routine. And we all know the benefits of getting a good night's rest. And I think we've read a million and one different studies about how it gives your brain an opportunity to be able to process the day, to be able to kind of section off the information that you learn, to be able to help restore our long and short-term memories, and also gives our bodies to help flush out toxins, to be able to calm our nervous systems, to be able to give ourselves the true time to be able to restore and to replenish and to be able to go into the next day feeling refreshed. And having a good night's rest has not come naturally to me, to say the least. I have always struggled with falling asleep at night. I was a borderline insomniac throughout most of college, wouldn't go to bed until 4 a.m., typically would wake up early, just had a really inconsistent sleep schedule. And over the last um, 10 years, I've become a lot more rigid about my routine at night. And I have a few tips that I now do when I'm feeling anxious or when I'm just having a hard time actually relaxing and resting. Um, that I'll do a few of the tips that I'm going to share with you over the course of this episode to be able to really allow myself the time to, instead of repress or kind of ignore what's coming up for me, to really address it so that I'm able to kind of have clear conscious as I fall asleep for the rest of the night. So let's go ahead and dive in. My first tip for you is to put away your phone. And I know a lot of people use their phone as an alarm clock and I'm not knocking that because I know a ton of people that do that and it's definitely been something that I've done for years. But I do think that there's two benefits of this. One, you reduce the chances of you scrolling at the end of the night. We all have been there and I'm not to say that I'm perfect and that I've never done this because I do this slightly regularly. And I try not to, but it depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing and how I'm feeling. But having your phone right before you go to bed, scrolling for hours, sometimes it's so easy to do on TikTok and Instagram, whatever, whatever social media or Pinterest, whatever, what have you. It's very, very, it's addictive. There is a reaction. It pulls us in and it keeps us engaged. And also the blue light keeps us up. So it actually is simulating our brain and keeping us more awake. So we're not truly relaxing. And that's what we're trying to strive for. We're trying to turn on our parasympathetic nervous system, giving our bodies and our brains a signal that it's okay for us to truly relax and to be able to rest. Um, This also comes up, we tend to activate our parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system also when we're eating. So if you stress eat, which I did four years. Um, It was very effective coping skill for me for a while, Um, but definitely turned into one that I leaned on way too much. But it can be a way for our, when we eat food, our our blood switches and it goes into our digestive tract. And then it kind of gives us to save relaxation. So when we feel safe, we can feel like we can eat and we can relax. And then that's what gives our parasympathetic nervous system that kind of go ahead to do so. So One of the things that you can do at the end of the night in order to assist you in turning on your parasympathetic nervous system is to simply put away your phone. So what I do is I charge mine in the other room and then that way I'm not tempted to look at it. And also um, it's not the first thing that I see in the morning as well. So it reduces the chances for me pulling it out and scrolling in the morning as well when I'm first getting up. So I actually have a good old fashioned clock next to my bed and I use that for my timer or for my alarm clock in the morning as well. 
This is a recent advancement. I used to just have my phone in the other room and I would use it as an alarm clock, but then I would get out of bed in order to go get my phone. And I also did that because I was having a hard time waking up early in the morning, so I have a flexible schedule. And so it was like an opportunity for me to get out of bed, to be able to get put my feet on the ground and to be able to go into another room to get my phone and also drink a glass of water and kind of just like wake myself up slowly but surely. So step one is to put your phone in the other room to reduce the temptation to scroll. Okay. One, two is why my hair is wet as I also, I typically take a shower at the end of the night or a bath. Um, so again, it's another way for me to turn on my um, parasympathetic nervous system. It just helps like cleanse kind of letting go. And I intentionally kind of process my day also when I'm in the shower and the bath and it kind of just gets me into that state where I can really just like unwind and it's really effective for me. I've done that for years and it's always been my favorite way to kind of wrap up my day. Um, if you take a bath with even sea salts or magnesium, excellent way to kind of help restore your body, to be able to help calm your nervous system. Magnesium is incredible for sleep patterns. So if that's something, and also if you're having issues with falling asleep, that you can just take a magnesium supplement can be really effective as well. So if you want to be able to, especially if you've had a really stressful day, there's like a period of time where I was taking baths like almost every day because I was just, my nervous system was running on high for such long periods. And I was so stressed that that was like the only way I could truly like just like settle in and like just like let go of the day and so if that's something that serves you definitely a great way to help unwind would definitely suggest that as well so one remove phone two take a bath or take a shower and to have a little bit of a ritual for that part of it too. Maybe light some candles, be able to kind of like listen to relaxing music. You know, I have a daughter, so like I'll do that once I put her down. That's kind of my me time that I take at the end of the day. Um, and then if you, again, want to throw in some bath salts or some magnesium and added bonus, great idea as well. Um, if you're taking a shower, even after I take a shower, I'll, you know, do my skincare routine. I'll put on all my lotions and potions. Um, and if you want to incorporate some lavender into that, so I usually will use lavender body wash um, and then I use it at the end of the day and that's going to help uh, kind of relax your nervous system as well. If you have any kind of lavender spray for your bed, I used to have like this mist I used to spray on my pillows before I'd go to bed. And honestly, it was like a fucking dream. I love that shit. And I honestly would buy some more. I don't even know. I got it from like one of those like kits that you get, you know, like where it just like sends you different things from different companies. It was like the cause or something like that it was all like locally sourced like companies that were also like really good for the environment and like was helping impoverished people. You know, one of those like good, I'm like helping the world and making it a better place while also getting really great products. That was what it was called. God, I can't remember what it's now. I stopped doing it. Um, and it's just because I was trying to reduce so much of my spending. But anyways, awesome. One of the greatest sprays. I'll try to link it in the notes below. I'm going to have to figure out what it is because I truly do want to get some. But any type of lavender spray or even putting out an essential oil, if you have a diffuser, putting lavender in there is also an excellent way to kind of um, help just like kind of give your nervous system that little cue that it's time for bed. 
So um, kind of incorporating lavender, doing some kind of like self-care ritual at the end of the, um, after you take a bath or a shower or however you want to really kind of, kind of just let go and pamper yourself a little bit before you go to bed. So once you get into bed, like I said, the phone's already put away at somewhere else. One thing I try to do every night, and I am really not consistent about this and I really need to be because I really do benefit from this, is I'll do my journaling exercise right before bed. Some people like to do that in the morning. I personally like to do it at the end of the day. So I'll write down my gratitude list as kind of a way to reflect on my day, but reflect on my day in a positive um, perspective or point of view. So I'll think about like all the things that I'm grateful for, maybe something good that happened at work, simply just like having the sun out or spending time with my daughter or um, just thinking about the fact that I have a roof over my head, that I have a bed, that I have food to eat, you know, all those simple things. Like you can always pull from something of gratitude and and again, there's a million studies that show how beneficial it is to kind of reflect on your day in a positive way, especially within the space of gratitude and letting that feeling really wash over you. So reflecting on what you're grateful for, kind of just sitting with that for a few minutes, even putting your hand on your heart, repeating, you know, I am grateful, like letting that kind of wash over you and bring you into like this state of appreciation. Like life is so good, you know, and sometimes we forget and especially at the end of the day, if you've been feeling stressed or you have some things that are not going, going astray in life, it's really easy for us to get distracted and get pulled into those negative loops. And that's only going to cause more anxiety, more stress at the end of the day. We're going to get that bump of cortisol into our nervous system. And that's not good for anyone. And it's definitely not good when you're trying to go to bed at the end of the night. So kind of switching gears, going into that mindset again, extremely beneficial. If you can do that in the morning too, added bonus, great idea. So after I do my gratitude list, I'll write down my affirmations. And so usually I'll reflect like, okay, what am I trying to cultivate within my life? And then I'll write out my um, affirmations. I always use I am affirmations. That present tense helps go from like, I want to be, or I, I will be to I am that in this moment to be able to really kind of feel that feeling of the wish fulfilled. And I read The Power of Intention from Neville Goddard, one of my favorite books, and it really talks, it, a lot of it really is a reflection on how to manifest. And it's like, how do you create the life that you want? And it's really visualizing it and feeling it as if it's already occurred. Like, I am leaning into this. This is already the state of mind. This is already the state of me being. This, whatever I'm trying to fulfill, whatever I'm trying, whatever I desire, I already have. And so if you have a meditation practice or if you have a manifestation practice, this can get looped into that really seamlessly as an opportunity for you to also lean into what am I cultivating? What am I trying to invoke within my life? And let me lean into that as well. So writing down affirmations, I usually try to write down 20 or a full page of it over and over over. After I'm done writing it, I just sit with that feeling again. So I've leaned into my gratitude. Now I'm leaning into my affirmations. What's that feeling that I'm trying to cultivate? Just being with it, letting it again, fully infuse within my body, within my mind, assuming that this has already been the case. Um, that helps me just kind of shift gears again. Then I'm redirecting my attention, my awareness, my thoughts around what I'm grateful for and what I'm trying to create. And that kind of shifts in me into the state of appreciation and that kind of like abundance mindset in general as I'm wrapping up. Now, again, 
I'm not perfect. I try to do this on a regular basis. I don't head up every single day, but if I'm feeling like some sort of way about some things or I'm feeling like something went wrong or conversation or just like, you know, when you just like, you just have these like gross feelings that just like are like swirling within you. Oh, maybe I'm the only one that has this happen, but it happens to me sometimes. So when that's the case, then I'll also journal about it. And sometimes this comes up later. Maybe I do my affirmations. I do my gratitudes. I put down my journal. I will like maybe sometimes turn on relaxing music while I'm doing that. You know, I think of kids with a bedtime routine. I sleep trained my daughter or slept trained my daughter and I just did the same thing every night. So like we, like we're adults, but like we have the same kind of routines that help kind of get our minds and kind of prepare us for the expectation that we're going to sleep. And so like with my daughter, I would, we'd do bath time. Then we would read a book, you know, I would give her some milk. Obviously I breastfed. So like I would breastfeed her. I'd turn on relaxing music while we were doing that after we'd, so we'd read a book, then we, she would eat. And then I'd turn on relaxing music as we were doing both of those things. And she would fall asleep. It would work like a charm. She was sleep, she was slept trained by, um, three months old. Yeah. Yeah. And she slept through the night, like straight out the gate anyways. So this is effective, but I used that for her because this was something I was already doing for myself. Okay. So, and I also read a bunch of studies that was like, gave me some tips on it from like professionals that did this with their own children. So, but again, it's effective. It's something that I also would do. And so I typically let's re regroup, put away my phone. And I try to put my phone away an hour before bed. And then I'll go, I'll take a shower. I'll get situated. I'll, or I'll take a bath. I'll do my skincare routine, um, kind of maybe diffuse some lavender, put, use lavender in my bath, or I will, you know, spray my pillow, do your mist. Again, a little added bonus and it feels good. It makes me feel fancy. And then after that, then I will get into bed, get my comfy clothes on. Again, obviously wearing comfortable clothes while you're going to bed is key. I'll pull out my journal. I keep a journal and a pen next to my bed. So it's something I don't even have to think about. I'm setting myself up for success. Atomic habits, having it readily prepared. And then you seamlessly just integrate that into your routine. So then I'll pull out my journal. I'll do my gratitudes. I'll do my affirmations. And then this is something that I'll do on occasion, depending on what's going on within my day. So if I'm feeling stressed, I'll actually take out my journal and I'll just start writing about whatever's going on. And as Brene Brown used to say, writing out my shitty first draft, stream of consciousness, anything that comes down on the paper, I'll just let it go, let it rip. I'll just write about. And sometimes again, I just get these like weird feelings. Sometimes I'll like feel fine and then I'll lay down. I'll try falling asleep. And I just like, my mind will just be like bopping around that monkey brain, just popping around to a million different things of whatever's going on or a conversation I had earlier that day, what have you. And so it's a good way. Sometimes I will feel fine, but then I'll be sleeping and, or like trying to fall asleep, can't fall asleep. So I'll sit back up, turn on the light, pull out my journal and I'll just write. And then again, it's like a way for me to just let it go. And, you know, I don't know if you're like this, but if I don't write it down, it just keeps looping over and over. Um, it's called confibulations and you just keep replaying the storyline or what happened. Um, and like kind of inserting your own narrative, like the what ifs, all those things come up and it really, what benefit is it? There's none. And if there is a benefit, then get up and write about it. Because for me, I just can't, like, I know myself and I will do this for hours sometimes. And it has been, you know, of 
real source of stress within my life. And so again, how do I eliminate that? I get up, I recognize it, I just get out of bed. I go, I write, or I'll stay in bed, I'll just sit up and I'll write out. If you have a partner next to you, that's what I used to get up. So I used to get up, I'd go downstairs and I would just write out anything that was coming up for me. And you know, sometimes my heart would just ache and I wouldn't really know why. And that would happen sometimes. And so then I would just like write out my feelings or even just how I feel in that moment, do a check-in, uh, maybe try to meditate, turn on some sofagio frequency, something that's relaxing or some meditation music. You can go, there's like a million and one different meditations that you can also do at night. I don't do that. That's not something I need to do or when I just haven't really been effective for me. But if it's something that calls to you, definitely an option to try as well. So, um, but for me, if I'm feeling a little overwhelmed or my thoughts are just kind of like looping my confibulations or just swirling, I will get up on journal. And that's probably been the most effective thing for me to do before bed if I'm having a hard time, if I'm having trouble falling asleep. So I'll write out however I'm feeling about a situation, um, you know, how I think a conversation could have gone, what I wanted to have happen, my feelings surrounding it. Um, really my thoughts, the things that I'm feeling frustrated about, whatever. Um, at stream of consciousness, just let it be, let it out. Um, be able to pour that onto the paper and so that you get it out. And I feel like once I do that, I'm able to detox, I'm able to let it go. And then I'm able to then truly fall asleep with that kind of clear conscious at the end of the night. Um, kind of removing any guilt, some sadness, anger, frustration, whatever. Whatever feeling's coming up for you, release it. Be able to feel into it, lean into it fully, and then say goodbye. And then from there, I usually always have an easier time falling asleep. It works wonders for me. And that's usually one of the most effective ways for me to be able to help wind down if I'm, if I'm struggling at the end of the night. If that doesn't work, lean into a meditation. Insight Timer is a great app, has a million and one, or there's a Calm app. There's all these different apps out there for meditation. Um, just like literally type in sleep. You can go on YouTube even, find a YouTube um uh, meditation that helps you fall asleep at the end of the night. Be careful what you're clicking into and also if it's going to bounce around to other things after that. I like using apps for that reason so that it stays and whenever that meditation's done, it just turns off and then if I fall asleep, then it's like easy peasy. I don't have to think about it afterwards. Um, but again, if you have your phone away somewhere and you got to bring it back, then again, just like don't scroll, don't lean in, don't let the blue light trick you, pull you into the dark side. Keep it there, be able to put it off to the side. And again, be intentional about what you're using it for and knowing that I'm doing this because I'm trying to fall asleep. And having good rest allows ourselves to feel recharged, to be able to have that reprieve, that break from all the things that we have going on in life so that we're able to go into the day more productive, um, just coming from a more complete and fulfilled place. And, you know, and higher cognitive function, having a solid night's rest improves cognitive function. There's no doubt about it. So being able to come into the day clear-minded, not having that fog that's leaning in. Again, also avoiding caffeine at the end of the day is really helpful for this. Any sugary treats can also be a way to like help, um, because again, that's going to spike your nervous system. It's going to turn that on and it's going to have it be harder on a very physiological level, harder for you to fall asleep. 
So there is just some brass tacks of it all that are things that are going to help prevent you. So set yourself up for success. Do these items and I hope that it works. I would love to hear your input in it. I hope that it's beneficial for you. And yeah, I wish you a very good night's rest. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly. Um, coachingwithfarah at gmail.com. You can check out my website, coachingwithfarah.com or, oh wait, I think I said that twice. Gmail, coachingwithfarah at gmail.com, website, coachingwithfarah.com. They're the same. So it's very easy to remember. And if you want to check me out on Instagram and find out more tips and my story that I openly share online, feel free to. I would love to connect with you personally and chat more about all of these things. And if you have any suggestions for what you'd like to hear on the pod, let me know. I would be open to your input and wish you all the best. I love you already. Thank you for being here and sharing this space for me. I'm truly grateful for you to listen in and sharing this time with me.